1: It's Bigfoot Collectors Club with Bryce and Michael. I know a ghost story or two.
3: Let's do this.
2: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Bigfoot Collectors Club, the show where we talk to amazing guests about their personal paranormal history and share stories of high strangeness. I'm your host, Michael McMillan. Back with us once again for just a little bit is your other host,
4: Bryce Johnson. <laughs> you get
2: him for a full episode. Yay. And or a super producer, Riley Bray. Hey, boys. How are How's it going, Bryce? Yeah. You were out of town last week. Uh huh. You want to give us a little... Can you give our listeners a little tease of maybe what you were up to? Oh, my God. I don't know. Um, we said you were working on your top secret project. Yeah, I'm working
4: on a, a secret uh, project, and I, it, it relates to what we do here. So,
2: I mean, you ask people for emails with Bigfoot stories.
4: No, I know. So, yeah, I mean, that's... Uh, you know, draw your own conclusions. <laughs> <laughs> that's... Uh, yeah, no. So, um, I'm excited. I can't wait to tell everyone about it. I think it's going to be a real... Um, um, a real fun project to follow and watch.
2: Are you building a Bigfoot Experience Museum?
4: I'm. I'm building a Bigfoot Space Museum up on uh, the Whoa. International Space Station. Awesome! That's yeah, gonna Sweet. be rad.
2: You are uh, developing a portal machine with NASA. Oh. So you can break through the Bigfoot dimension. Yeah, that would be dope. All right, well, thanks for uh, letting us know what you've been up to, Mm -hmm. and um, my pleasure. Better just hope I don't spill the beans. Yeah, no. (laughs) When you're out of town again, (laughs) Um, today's guest is an actor, an upright citizens' brigade regular. You've seen her on shows like. Deadbeat, and the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. She'll appear in the forthcoming film, Greener Grass. Please welcome to the show, Lauren Adams. Yay.
0: Hi, Hi, Lauren. Are we going to tell, tell the truth? We're going to tell the whole
2: truth and nothing <laughs> we have to tell but the truth. Yeah. The truth. I, well,
0: you're truth seekers on this pod. We, we are looking That's for exactly the truth. Right. We
2: are always forthcoming. Yes. We, are, we, 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 just, we are open and honest, except when like it comes it. to Bryce's experiences or whatever <laughs> job he's currently working on. <laughs> Um, I almost said welcome back to the show because... This
0: is my second time here.
2: This is this is Lawrence's second time here. Yeah. Uh, when we were on this, uh, we did the show last week with the La Levine. We mentioned that we lost two full episodes, the mm-hmm. first of which was Lawrence' show. Yeah. And it was really fun. It was great. And we yeah. talked
0: some truths that I think... The paranormal didn't want to get out into the I world. Feel I feel like that, think that, 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 that might, might be, like be, be the something. case. That's what I think it is. Yeah. Well, Because so, it's never happened to you guys before, right? No, well, no,
2: apparently, no. apparently we are just inviting everything in <laughs> while doing this. Adele is like, yeah, just doing the show makes... Uh, Spirits be like, All right, you wanna play ball? Let's play ball. Oh, that's oh, funny. Oh, they're
0: stepping uh, maybe, to you. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. So we ha- step into yeah. you. <laughs> so we had Adela, you, it was up on the Instagram mm-hmm. last week. Yes. We had her come in and she uh after the show she did a whole cleansing yeah. with this uh Gloria was the name of the incense. Gloria, it's like yeah.
3: Gloria, Gloria. we're gonna cleanse your studio
0: studio <laughs> <laughs> That, was, that yeah. was great. That didn't yeah. happen
2: last yeah. time. It yep.
0: didn't, so Here's the thing. I'm going to say all the exact same stuff. And if it happens again... They're after you. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> I like that. I like. that Well, we this should be. Science.
2: We yeah. should be cleansed for at least another couple weeks. Okay. I meanwhile can't fucking sleep since she told me that mirrors are portals to the other side. Oh and wow! My entire wall of my bedroom Is like a slide. <laughs> it's like three sliding glass mirrors. <laughs> I have those. I Have a closet. Yeah. I have That's, the very closet That's very LA.
0: That's very. Yeah. Do you guys, yes. do you guys yes. at
4: night like even if the closet is open like a couple inches, you I you make gotta sure close it's it. totally closed. Got to close like it. This. Yeah. Yeah, you can't I leave that, that open. Yep.
2: Did you were you scared of monsters in the closet as a kid? Where did the monsters live in your room?
0: Under the bed. Under me. the bed. It's okay. an under the bed situation. Yep. Parents checking under the bed.
2: What kind of monster was under your bed?
0: You know, I I don't I can't think of a picture of it. It's funny, now that I'm an adult woman, the monster is a man. <laughs> <laughs> he's um, orange. A male. He's got uh, yellow he's hair. The same age as me. <laughs>
4: but, hey, can I that a smoke.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, isn't that telling? I'm sorry, that's a society thing about like, now that I'm an adult woman, a man is going to hurt me. Yeah. Um, as a kid, I don't know if I if it had like a face. I, I talked about this previously. I can't keep saying that the whole time. I grew up very Catholic. And yes. So, oh,
2: good. Let's insert this right here. Yeah, Lauren, what yeah. is your personal paranormal history? I grew up mm-hmm. very Catholic. Okay.
0: I grew up very Catholic, um, and so it feels like very religious-based, spiritual, like devil-based to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I am, so I, that that's why like that under the bed thing feels kind of devilly to me. So do you
2: think mm-hmm. that that? Okay. So I was going to say, do you think the monster under your bed, the monsters that are coming to get you as a kid? Yeah, like what's their origin story? Like, is it something that's crawled up from the maw of hell? Is it like a demon?
0: Yeah, it feels like demony or helly, and also like I. So, I when you go to church old church ladies and moms and aunts and stuff tell you mean stories and so there's a story they told they there's like a w- old church lady wives tale in, mm-hmm. in at least in my catholic church oh there's an old church lady yes, here yes i'm listening <laughs> <laughs> um, at least in my church in maryland that's um, just
2: a Dela levine in a wig trying to get back in here
0: <laughs> to cleanse the place again we need the cleansing let, let, uh, let the
4: cleansing let begin
0: let um no, but they would say during Easter if you can sit completely still during the reading of the Passion of the Christ, if you don't move a muscle, you bring a soul from purgatory. To heaven. Oh god, that's like, so that's up. Telling the <laughs> little me, kid that is super like that. fucked. And so I do feel like there were some like souls, because I definitely tried every time and I would like wow. beat myself up if I had an itch or like something. Uh, I
4: imagine like a waiting room of souls that are like, She's almost there. She's almost done. She's sitting <laughs> She's so oh, no! oh, She's oh,
0: Fuck. <laughs> Um, is Passion of the
2: Christ like super violent, or is that just a Mel Gibson movie?
0: No, it's all super violent. The Bible's violent. Yeah, what,
2: what is that? A reading of Passion of the Christ? Like
0: well, I imagine, like a table reading of like, Gibson's yeah. screenplay.
4: <laughs> That's what it
2: was. The
4: priest gets up there, he
2: read the full script, right. acted out all the parts, and you could not move. Fade in you Jerusalem. You could not flinch. <laughs> and
0: Mel does the stage directions and everything. He reads right, all right. of it. Um, no, it's like the all the
2: Jews kill Jesus. <laughs>
0: Ha, <laughs> <laughs> And he just said that for yeah, three hours yeah. straight. Yeah, over and
2: over. <laughs> That's what you over get miles. And they whip him.
4: And they whip him <laughs> yeah. again. And they whip him again. How again. could you sit still during that? <laughs> it's impossible.
0: You can't. The Passion of the Christ is like those three, like, it's like Holy Thursday, Good Friday, Holy Saturday, all those things. So like Monday Thursday. Lo- body Thursday? Body, body Thursday.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's at Michael's That's church. That's
3: my church. <laughs> that sounds
0: fun. Yeah. I'll go to I'll, yours. I'll go. Um, Check it out. But it's like reading Jesus Maundy, basically Maundy getting Thursday. crucified. It's that whole yeah. thing wow. during easter and it is long and basically it was like i don't want you to fiddle der- around during church so uh let me tell you this really scary terrible thing wow so that's i feel like i had up. some purgatory souls under my bed that baby.
2: that's just a recipe for anxiety for the rest of your totally life. yeah
0: and i still feel like cool. stress about stuff like that i feel stress about like people's souls and things i feel like uh, i got a lot of that catholic guilt that irish catholic guilt is right.
2: i'm gonna let you off the hook thank you there's no purgatory
0: thank you there's only heaven
2: and there's hell. only hell. <laughs> <laughs> only hell, actually. only hell.
0: Um, so I, that is like, I feel like a lot of it is spiritual based. Yeah,
2: because w- I'm thinking like when I was a kid, the monsters in my closet were aliens, mm-hmm. for sure. Particularly E.T., which I would, I've talked yeah. about. Like E.T. was hiding in the fucking so closet. So scary.
0: F- fucking scared terrifying. Scared the shit
2: out of me. I, but it was, a- it was always aliens. It was never like... A, a furry creature from a mad scientist lab broke yeah, free no. and is like right. living under my bed. That
0: sounds Muppet like, and that sounds fine. Yeah, ET e. really fucking scared Dude, me, yeah, too. me too. Me really up. scary. I even as an adult, I saw John Williams at the Hollywood Bowl last summer, and they played a couple clips, and I got I, clammy during them. Yeah. I was like I sweating. Like, <laughs> I, saw, I
2: punched him right in his dumb face. <laughs> I was, like,
0: hey, John, John. <laughs> Get over here. I didn't make the movie. Fuck you, John Williams. (laughs) Fuck you, man.
3: That's
2: the episode title right there.
0: Fuck Fuck you, John John. Williams. John Williams did the most baller move last summer at the Hollywood Bowl, which is he conducts the second half. That motherfucker took six standing ovations and never played an encore. Really? Never. He kept coming out and bowing. They wanted more because all the Star Wars nerds were like, please play more Star Wars. And he just fucking kept bowing. And then he just went. I'm going home, yeah. goodbye. <laughs> I'm right. in my 90s, goodbye. Yeah. And I was like, that's boss, John they, like They put uh-huh. him right
2: yeah. in a coffin and s- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, okay. sent him Shipped on. him yeah. into the hills. <laughs> but, yeah. I that's remember, amazing. have you ever seen the... Uh, the Jekyll and Hyde musical. This is a real the video musical with, theater with, with David, David Hasselhoff. H- yes, is fucking amazing. Yes. And that dude's curtain call and that I is don't like remember it. John Williams times <laughs> ten. He walks upstage, then downstage, bows like at least eight times. Beautiful, and wow. it is amazing. All
0: the hair flipping in that. The like it, it, it there, is worth a watch.
2: There's a, a song where he's singing as both jekyll and, and hyde, hyde and yep. he's turning left and right like a fl- so, like style ha- yes and he
0: flips his hair he's yes. like got a long hair and a non long hair and it will be
2: like i am just trying to do the right thing <laughs> you know <laughs> what's yeah it- He's like doing this thing where he's like singing to himself. How does it is a person like insane. me experience this? Is this on? The it was internet?
0: on DVD. Oh, yeah, we you could to... probably yeah. Get that on the it's got it on YouTube. At least right. YouTube has it's it. It's
2: Fucking amazing! Right. It's
0: worth a watch.
2: That's this is like Google, pre-drunk sure. cheeseburger. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
4: it's insane. I do enjoy some drunk cheeseburger hassle. Huh? Oh, Don't so... we all? <laughs> oh man!
0: <laughs> if anyone, if he any just of you get that
4: burger together, he's trying so hard. He's doing
0: okay, right? Uh, yeah. I'd
4: Dude, like to
2: think so. He was in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Right.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah he's great. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Fine. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Um, okay. What were, what were your monsters under the bed? Well, I was gonna say, you remember that movie Gremlins?
4: Yeah. That movie mm-hmm. fucked me up. I, I would don't have recurring think I nightmares it. of uh okay. of that strife, oh, like, coming of through sheets. my dad's window. And and I love how they always ended that movie. It was the guy's voiceover and he's like now if anything ever goes wrong in the house, be sure to check around and you know, look under the bed. Mm-hmm. It might just be a gremlin. And I was like,
3: Oh fuck!
4: I thought it was a <laughs> movie. This shit is real. It's real. And so I was like, Yeah, under the bed like a little yeah. fucking gremlin green monster with claws or something. Very goblin-y, I think, yeah. was, was my under-the-bed monster. Riley,
2: what were your what was your under-the-bed monster? I think we talked about this on the Patreon. It was uh, the the, oh. uh, the little gremlin thing from Ernest the Scared Stupid. The from Ernest Scared <laughs> Stupid. I put yeah. that on the Instagram. <gasps> you know what I'm talking
4: about? Yes. Right.
0: So scary. I was so scared of everything as a child. There was no movie that was safe for me to yeah. be scared and of. And it's
2: just all church-related?
0: <laughs> I guess church so.
2: I and steered the fear of monsters. I'm That's also what scared it. of
0: clowns. Yeah. Um, and that I, I can't put my finger on that Other than When I was a really tiny infant Like I've seen photos Of my baby room And it's all clowns And they're not necessarily creepy My mom like got like There's like little clowns in a mobile And like a little clown picture And like little clown things Cause I guess my mom Thought it was cute Fuck no wow. And That did um, like some permanent I think maybe it was yeah. like Waking up at, I'm like To me that's like something Like an EMDR therapist yeah. Has to go like dig up But yeah. it's like Did I wake up cold and alone As an infant out of the womb and look up and just see a clown and like like the tiniest
2: the tiniest things when you're that little and I have a pretty good memory of being like two or three years old. I have some very vivid memories. And I remember like I had the um the Little Engine That Could storybook and it was like the classic one. Yeah. And I remember like looking at this picture of the train, I think it was on the cover and there was like one doll that was a jester uh-huh. that was sitting in one of the train cars, the little <laughs> engine that could. And he had this kind of like old, creepy, like, uh, like kind of like a moon, like a half moon shaped face. And he's like kind of looks old. And he's got these little beady eyes. And I remember just being terrified of that one, one little tiny little fa- doll. that tiny little face, yeah. and thinking that's the one that's gonna get me. <laughs> you know what I mean? So if you but were
0: isn't I, it crazy that at two you knew that things get you? Yeah. Like where did you get that?
4: <laughs> totally. What does that even mean? Survival. Yeah, you just say, yeah. pick take up. up on yeah.
2: <laughs> pick up on these little yeah. things, and then they become.
4: You're part like, of I don't your, like uh, that.
0: My friend's daughter, my friend Ashley's daughter um she is scared of any of those little like animatronic things that like dance so oh, if there's yeah. like a frosty the snowman
2: uh-huh. she, <laughs> like hallmark yeah. she can't go into a hallmark store
0: like truly no <laughs> and but also she like always wanted to look at them like they had a couple in the house from her older sister like people would bring them and be like isn't it a cute troll and she'd be like no but she'd always be like i want to see it right and so you'd have to like bring it in and she'd be like I want to see. They it. wheel it
2: in on a tiny cart, <laughs>
0: and she. Well, there was like a closet where they oh, all kind me. of lived, which well, is... that
2: doesn't help anything. <laughs> well,
0: because they had put to them put in them in a tupperware bin. <laughs> that's like, also scary. In the laundry room, they oh, had to put them away because she didn't want them out. So they put them in one closet. This is a free you, horror movie if anyone wants a, to you write. Bury them
4: in
2: the backyard <laughs> with some <laughs> bones. <year>. Yeah.
4: Just, <laughs> I want
0: them out of my sight.
2: You have <laughs> an old well. You put them in an old trunk and just lower them into the. So I think we've
4: discovered there's no fucking where you can put these things, that they aren't going to be can haunted. You blast them into the sun. <laughs> no, they're going so, to the
0: come back as alien yeah, animatronics. Yeah, you totally. can't do that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, she's scared of them, but she always wants to like look at them and see them and maybe have you play them. And then she very quickly is maybe like, never you. mind. I'd like Get to hear
4: the first note, little, <laughs> She's
2: addicted to this
0: fear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, going to probably be into this podcast someday. Oh, no. Hi, oh my Alice. God.
2: That's That
4: is hilarious. Now, aren't clowns like, there's there's some relation to alien abduction things, too, with, with clowns.
0: I hate that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I no. hate that.
4: So, we're doing our first live show at the Contact in the Desert, and we have a- Oh, uh, yeah. The,
2: this Saturday, as you're listening, should we announce who our guest is? Why not? Yeah. Let's do it on the to, show.
4: Yeah, go for it. You say it. You're going to talk about him. Well, our guest is Daryl Sims. Sims. Yes. Otherwise known as the alien hunter. No. And his, (laughs) yes, his story is one of that he was a young boy, like I believe like four or five. And, uh, and, and he recalls like this being coming into his room, alien-esque and, uh, and it slid under the foot of the covers and it came up to him and it had the face of a clown. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
0: that was and, all me. That was not a sound that effect. Was sound that was all me. <laughs> Ew. And the
4: clown. And the clown kept saying. He said in his mind, like, "You will forget this. Forget this." And uh, and he,
2: I, I guarantee you, I will not. Well, that's what he <laughs> said. That's what that's he
4: said to the clown. He, he remembers. He remembers specifically going. I will not forget this. I will
2: not forget this.
4: You
0: think that clown alien went back and was like, "I fucked up.
2: <laughs> I couldn't convince I, him to forget I it. I went uh, for like too many things." <laughs> (laughs) I should have done the animatronic. I should (laughs) have just like peeked out from behind the door.
4: But I had to go for it. That's awesome. So he he goes, uh, I went from being the uh the hunted to the hunter. Wow. And so he made it his life's mission to uh to find out what this alien abduction phenomena was. And he's been a groundbreaking researcher in like um and in what's in like these uh, hand markings that they'll find on abductees. And they're like shown through like fluorescent lights and different UV lights. You can see these like strange handprints. Ugh uh anyway well, we're gonna talk i'm, to I'm really excited i to... hope people
2: come <laughs> yeah yeah and of course at some point our listeners will be able to hear that show oh great but, uh, awesome not for a while so you better get yeah. your tics huh? but, come on but, go get, oh, your tics. get your ticks. There, there
4: is the occasional odd alien story where where clowns are involved either they're either these aliens are masquerading as clowns or i don't know it's strange
0: I mean, clowns are always weird. If you're yeah. a non-weird clown who listens to this podcast, I don't know, comment on the Instagram post <laughs> about this. I'm just interested if you're non-weird. Oh I, uh,
2: I, when you were telling your story, Lauren, about being a baby and having a clown yeah. nursery room, for some reason, as you were telling that story, the image of you finding a, a, a photo album in your mom's stuff... And then you open the photo album, and it's all baby pictures of you, (laughs) but all the pictures a different clown is holding you. Ah! (laughs) And there's just no explanation. And they're all in like, you know, like... Phil, like old, like eighties Kodak,
0: and I just keep flipping faster, yeah. And, yeah.
2: faster yeah. and faster and yeah. faster,
0: and my whole family is clowns. <laughs> yes. And then you
2: turn around, and your mom's and standing mom's, behind she's you. Like, yeah. What's wrong, oh, honey?
4: And
0: yep. She's got like a chicken dinner. Could
4: you imagine, like that? Uh, you know that therapy where you have to sort of uh, face your fears. What if your therapist was like, "I want you to go to an insane clown posse concert <laughs> as a juggalo, <laughs>
0: as a clown"? Yeah. I. Don't know if I could. I did a bit one time in a, at a at a comedy show um, <laughs> that I was on um, where I had to like paint my face with like light clown makeup, and that really scared the show. It shit was out really hard me. too
2: because you had to close your eyes while you did it because you were so I scared. I was Too scared, it, and I was looking it.
0: into a portal, <laughs> oh, no. a fucking oh mirror.
2: <sighs> so what? Um, what do you have a paranormal story that you brought with us? I do brought f- for us today. I do. I Ooh, do. She's getting her phone. I'm getting
0: my phone because I d- I did research and I brought. A photo. See, guys, this is our second time around. Last time, I didn't have the photo, and I also oh, right. misrepresented a part of the story. And now I'm gonna make it. We right. all get a Ooh, second chance, chance to life. make it right. I'm gonna maybe, make it right. Maybe, maybe the ghost in my story was, was like, like, you got it wrong. Do like, <laughs> oh, no.
2: get your get your research. Get your research. Right. Good okay. draft.
0: So yeah. I've got some notes, uh, ghost notes, um, ghost it notes. Ghost yes. Ghost yes. Ghost notes.
2: Copyright Bigfoot Collector's Club. Yeah. I take it from you. The
0: title too. Wait a second. Ghost it notes. Um, okay. So I did, um, we all know the movie Clue good movie yeah. great movie yeah. a little spooky murdery ghosty yeah. that movie in itself so i did like a live staged reading of the movie with a bunch of oh yeah, broadway yeah. and tv actors in new york i played yvette the french maid yes um and it was so fun and when we did we did it and we like didn't know what was like we knew there was like a weird sort of like thing happening um because like the people who arranged it were like being weird about and cagey about stuff and and on the day of we're like what i was like what is happening so the guy who wrote the movie um and i can't think of his name now jonathan why can't I'll i think google of his name <laughs> um he showed up he came to the first reading that we did and it was like such a cool thing and he was like i love it so much and it was so nice to have you and then we found out that prior directed
2: by jonathan lynn jonathan
0: lynn who wrote and directed it he yep. was he's so lovely and so cool um I didn't realize John Landis, like,
2: worked on the story with him. Oh, wow. Yeah. He,
0: uh, his wife was there at the, se- we did it a second time, which I'll get to, but she was like, he basically had, like, all these post-it notes up all over the house of, like, all the different ways the murders could have gone to make sense. Oh, cool. To, like, track them, basically. Oh, cool. They were ghost-it notes. Um,
2: <laughs> Copyright Bigfoot collectors Club.
0: <laughs> so, we, so I found out that basically they were trying to do a Broadway version of Clue, and... And they were trying to cease and desist us from doing this live reading because they were developing their own stage show. But then Jonathan Lynn was like, why don't we just go see it? And so he reached out and was like, can we come see it? And they loved it. So then they were like, hey, we'd like to officially announce the Broadway show. And can you guys all do the stage reading again at the Players Club? Oh, cool. So the Players Club in New York was built in 1847. And it's this old, like, club, like it was like a boys club and it was founded by Edwin Booth who is the brother of John, John. Wilkes Booth yeah. who assassinated Abraham Lincoln. Wow. And, because they're all actors, that whole family, so they were like a big acting family and like there's a they're beautiful... Like the Baldwins. Yes, of that time, the Booths, wow. exactly.
2: Except, um, minus the killing of so, a president. Yeah, and like, <clears throat> really into making sure slavery still exists in Ooh. this country. Mm-hmm.
0: Woof, woof, woof. Um, so, we did it at the Players Club and, and it's, like, very ghosty. It's very weird. And there's, like, all these portraits of dead people. Ghosty how? Like, like Edwin Booth, the guy who founded it, died in the Players Club in his room that is still totally intact. And, That'll like, smells it. like tobacco smoke. Yeah. And one of the guys, um, Brandon Uranowitz, who's an incredible Broadway actor nominated for a gazillion Tonys, he did the reading. He looks exactly like edwin booth and so there are all these portraits and he was in the reading with us so he's like what well, brandon Uranowitz is walking around and like every portrait of edwin booth we're like that's you that's you that's you oh. so that's a creepy thing that happened totally. that's like one creepy thing and then the bigger creepy thing that happened is that my good friend jenny was there and she, we've been childhood friends and she lost her mom when we were seven and Jenny's always joking. After we recorded this last time, I texted her to get a picture. He of, died of a
2: stroke.
0: He died of a stroke in that room. Yeah. Because he was a huge smoker. Googling Like it. all he did. They has, still have pipe nights at the Players Club because he was like a big pipe smoker. They <laughs> just
2: get into a giant pipe. I mean. And just sit like it's a hot tub in the pipe itself. Truly, they just- might as well because <laughs> it's fun. bad
0: for you. Yeah. Um, so my friend Jenny who's a very old friend, her mom died when we were 7. She came to the show. She and my mom both came to see the show in New York cuz she loves Clue and she was really excited. And so we're using the bathroom in the players club. The women's bathroom is like very far away because it was there was no women allowed for a really long time and it's like <laughs> you, in the bowels of the You get in a players taxi, <laughs> you go 6 blocks down. They're like good luck. Um So my mom and Jenny and I are all using that bathroom, and Jenny um, comes out to wash her hands, and she goes, oh, my gosh, my charm. Um, And she grabs this charm off a table that's in this bathroom in the Players Club, and she goes, I can't believe it fell off my necklace. And it's a charm that her mom had given her or was her mom's before she died, and her mom died in, like, 80, what is that, 89? Okay, okay. So, she grabs the charm and then touches her necklace, and she has her charm on her necklace. And it's... I'll show you a picture of the charm. It's weird. not a normal charm. It's not like a cross or a heart or anything normal. It's like a really intricate, weird charm. And she looks at my mom, who knew her mom, and my mom is like white. My very Catholic mother is like white as a ghost. And she—and my mom just sort of goes... I guess your mom wants you to have it. It was very weird and very, and like Jenny's weirded out. I'm weirded out. And so Jenny took it. So I have a picture. I'll pass this around. Um, The tarnished one is the one her mom gave her. And the newer looking one is the one she found. But that one looks old. Take this one. They're (gasps) identical. They're identical She just sent them to me The other day It's wow. weird right So this it's thing was
2: just so There weird. It was just on the sitting counter.
0: in the Like it, there was like The sink And then to the left of the sink There was like An old wooden table It was probably like That's Mark Twain's or something God knows Mark Twain's His card table is there I ate dinner at it This is
4: some ornate Yeah it's uh, not it's, I have never seen that design oh, In wow. my life
0: Let's Yeah see.
2: And I love jewelry Yeah <laughs>
0: I love jewelry. I know all pendants. I've yeah. never seen them. Another
2: never secret seen that. that Bryce Johnson's <laughs> been keeping from us. I love jewelry. He just has
4: a large collection of <laughs> diamonds oh, this and This is curls. no
0: joke. Yeah. This is
2: exactly, it's exactly the, same the same thing. Yeah. What design is this? I it's like don't a teardrop know. with. It's very ornate. Yeah, with like maybe a little heart shaped thing at the bottom. We'll post this on yeah, the, on the Instagram. Trip.
0: Yeah, it's wild. And so then, like, you know we got like a private tour of the players club cuz we stayed there after the party to like have more you found drinks
4: cuz we found the ghost object we were like private congr- tour. yeah was, like willie Wonka's golden ticket
0: and i was like i don't want that tour thank you now um, you're going to
1: a glass no! elevator
0: to hell
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um but we got to go into edwin's room and like look at it and they talked to us about it and it was really cool and weird but yeah it was just kind of a weird oh. spooky night but yeah that charm is wild and so and she af- kept did she take it with her yes yeah, this she just sent this Charm to me after we, we, we recorded or the photo. Oh my the, god! Yeah, the photo of the charm. She sent it to me after we recorded the last time. So that, that wow. kind
2: of after talking to Adela last week, she was talking about like how ghosts don't like stay in they like they're not haunting a place necessarily. It's just the like the place or the people are very open to visitation, and then mm-hmm. kind of once that's open then kind of it's easier for anyone on the other side to so come because through. because we
0: were in a ghosty place... Right,
2: then it might have been easier for her to, like... Her mom's, like, an an come drop up, off you know, yeah. A thing. Able
4: to receive those frequencies.
2: I wonder how, like, physical... You hear stories of, like, you know, physical objects Talismans. Being, yeah, like, stuff like this sort of appearing or... Absolutely. Like, so are there... Is there, like, a... How are they getting it from... Like, where did... If, let's say, that was her mom... Dropping this little gift, gifty off. Where did she get it? I
0: don't like, know like did she steal Listen, it from somebody I don't know else? if I think the ghost is dropping the gift right. so much as I think the ghost is guiding you to the gift Got Not it. only
4: that there could be a, a synchronicitous events that leads someone else to have perhaps left that there at a t- You know what yeah. I mean it, it could all be leading up to a moment So we're not
2: saying that mom came out of a little portal and dropped it there and who, then Who knows
4: I mean maybe. I don't I don't
2: That's think That's most likely so. what happened. Uh,
4: that,
0: yeah. <laughs> well there was a mirror right there
2: It's <laughs> true oh, gosh, dude so, What if what if it's the reflection of her charm in the it mirror? materialized. And it materialized. Why not? Ooh, Let's go scary. with that. I like, I like that, I mean. too. It yeah. feel I mean? possible. And if she looked up and looked in her reflection, that it wouldn't be there. Listen, yeah. you know, the the Egyptians
4: and even today like people find magical properties in things. The
2: Egyptians? Yeah, today well, yeah, well, uh, find magical properties. No, the Egyptians want, did. The no, Egyptians no esp- there was a comma. Let's, let's there on, was a comma. that yeah. statement. <laughs> the Egyptians especially <laughs> used
4: talismans <laughs> as as uh, conduits towards the uh the underworld, you Got know, it, okay. and as sacred entity objects. So they were very into personalization of Of physical objects and they believed it you know
0: well they also like they believed whatever you buried with you take with you right right. so like they were like these are all the things i need for the afterlife would all go in their tombs with them
4: yep that's right and so that physical object that got buried with them had a spiritual representation that they could actually take with them to the underworld so
2: man crazy remember when you were a kid and you'd have a dream that you would get like a really cool toy or like a lightsaber Mm -hmm. lone ranger figurine yeah is that what you dreamt <laughs> of?
4: I was thinking it just popped in there. That's I love cool. That. And Fun then you're I like, like yeah. I,
2: you realize you're dreaming, and you're like, but if I if I like focus hard enough, I I'll, bring yeah, yeah, I'll bring it back. Don't I'll bring it back with me. Right. I'm like, damn it, it's not here. Uh, Wouldn't that be so cool if you could bring be. objects back from dreams? From the yeah, from your dreams or like from the other side, mm. something. Wait, you can't. I want to try that experiment <laughs> now. I know <laughs> a
4: lucid dream experiment. That'd be a good one.
2: Um. Well, uh, <clears throat> before we move on to the game. I forgot that I have some BCC
4: news. Okay.
2: Awesome. Good job, um, guys. Good job. Okay.
4: Thank you very much.
2: Okay, so Bryce, I don't know if you were paying attention this week uh, because you were working on your top secret project. <laughs> a lot but a subtle but
4: subtle, dude, subtle dude, here.
2: But a story came out on May twenty second. Uh-huh. The Pentagon has finally confirmed. What the New York uh, Times yeah. reported in December of 2017. An official that-
4: lady spoke on behalf of the Pentagon. Yeah, so
2: the New York Post got an exclusive. Mm-hmm. The Pentagon finally admits it investigates UFOs. The Pentagon has finally uttered the words it always avoided when discussing the possible existence of UFOs, unidentified aerial phenomena, and admits that... Except that's UAP. I love that they said UFOs, and then Mm. they called it UAP. It's Uh, an
4: interchangeable term.
2: Yes. And admits that it still investigates reports of them. In a statement provided exclusively to the Post, a Department of Defense spokesman said a secret government initiative called the Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program... ATIP, mm-hmm. we've talked about this before, did pressure or did pursue research and investigation into unidentified aerial phenomenon. And while the DOD says it shut down ATIP in twenty twelve, spokesman Christopher Sherwood acknowledged that the department still investigates claimed sightings of alien spacecraft. He says, the Department of Defense is always concerned about maintaining positive identification of all aircraft in our operating environment, as well as identifying any foreign capability that may be a threat to the homeland. Mm -hmm. The Department will continue to investigate through normal procedures, reports of unidentified aircraft encountered by U.S. military aviators in order to ensure defense of the homeland and protection against strategic surprise by our nation's adversaries. Yeah. So, <clears throat> we it's, knew this stuff, but it's yeah, it's a is, nice
4: validation on a on a uh, on on a level like that. But listen, I think this has been going on for decades. I know, you I know, know but but like, I
2: do think we have to pause and go. Okay, disclosure. Pen- well, <laughs> I'm just saying it's it's you know we just had the naval naval officer story come out a few weeks back. Yeah, and now the Pentagon is like they're being pressured enough to be like, yes, okay, we we, we admit it. Mm-hmm. The, these stories are true yeah and it's just it seems like a tiny little baby step and it's not we're not learning necessarily anything new Mm -hmm. but that i think that confirmation is important because we have to look back on you know years and years and years of them being like no i mean they say they do and then they don't then they do then they don't right
0: at what point will they tell us stuff
4: well, you know, they call this like a breadcrumb disclosure, which okay. which what that means is like, you know, you start dropping articles in legit rags like the New York Times and it starts... Legit
2: rags, you know. You know, you yeah, know stuff like that.
4: Rank. But no, no, and then people start talking the about Lloyd's. it like... The Navy changes their policy to where they now have an official program to where that you can report UFOs. Meanwhile, that's actually in the FAA manual. All those reports went to a uh, a weird reclusive billionaire named Robert Bigelow, who's interested in studying UFOs. Ooh. And he was one time owner of the Skinwalker Ranch. Anyway, that's a whole other story. It is a whole other story. but Yeah. So they say it's like there's like the it's like this slow thing leading to disclosure. But disclosure is such a paradox, right? Because it's like I, I'm under the. The belief that the government is never going to just come out and go, <laughs> you know, hey, we've been kind of uh, holding a lot of secrets. It's just not in their interest. Well, it you would know? have
0: to be either uh, they would have to be backed into a corner, whether there was like an alien attack coming or right. like an alien visitation, like we would have to be.
2: Well, yeah, because the big thing is and, you know, I've said this time and time again on the show and it's not necessarily it's not an original thought, but it is the this concept of. For the government's number one role is to protect its citizens from foreign invaders. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And if there was something flying around in the skies that they can't identify and can't defeat, can't outmaneuver, can't outmilitary, that makes their number one job irrelevant. Mm-hmm. Yes, correct. And so they can't admit that. It's a catch-22. So they have to go, look, we take it seriously and we're looking at it. That's about all they can say. Mm-hmm. You know, because they're obviously like foreign countries have like, you know, spy planes and drones and stuff coming in that they're also like, you know, clocking those as well. Well, yeah. that's
0: mostly what they're clocking. Yes, exactly. And then they're like, but what?
2: But what's this tic tac shaped thing that can yeah. like disappear and uh, reappear over here and well, outmaneuver our spe- fighter jets? Speaking
4: and- of that tic tac thing, David Fravor just spoke at a UFO conference in Oregon. He was with Jeremy Corbell and George Knapp. And he's, uh, And David Fravor, Commander David Fravor is this, uh, he was a, uh, he was the leading fighter pilot in this fighter pilot squadron called the Black Aces. Mm -hmm. And in the New York Times article, um, well, to the Stars Academy, Tom DeLonge's company, they released like three military shot uh, UFO videos.
2: I I love that Lauren is just nodding. (laughs) (laughs) She's literally smiling and nodding. (laughs) She's going into my crazy portal. But anyway, it's just... uh, (laughs) Is um, did you, wait, Bryce, did you want to order drinks first? <laughs> Can I get a chance to look at the menu? I, I see, like, you know that black and white like smile? like
4: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway I think it was, I saw a uh, waiter over
2: here when you, when <laughs> you, I mean, you hear him talk gonna about try to this, get it this
4: attention. they call it the tic-tac UFO because it looks like a little white tic-tac you know uh-huh. when you hear him talk about like you know his encounter with this thing it's like obviously this is like something that was physical that wasn't made here on earth that outmaneuvered those yeah. jets and that uh, it wasn't just him who saw it but all four you know fighter pilots in his squadron had an encounter with this and thing.
0: there's no explanation
4: absolutely no, no. zero explanation yes yeah, totally that's crazy. the other thing
0: is I think they don't totally know. They don't no, know. No, th- I'm, well, yeah. I'm, I'm,
4: uh, I'm of that belief as well, okay. that the government, while they're interested, they still don't have an exact,
2: you know.
0: They don't um, like looking dumb. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: No. All right. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, it's time for Bullshit or Believe It. Cool. With Lauren e- Adams.
0: Yeah.
4: Ghost it note. Is it just a post-it shaped like a ghost? Yeah. Lame, not as good. Not it would cool. be good
0: too. You could also make a ghost it note that is like um about dating. I'm yeah. getting ghosted.
2: Yeah. Oh, ghosted notes. Yeah, That's the note you leave yeah. someone when you're ghosting them. These are mm. see-through, which
0: is kind of cool. That's well, cute. That's when you peel kind of them of off. Okay, okay. All right,
2: well, I'm suing because I've already copywritten those. so mm.
0: You're um, going to make them pay you?
2: I'm going to make them pay me yes, retroactively. See, they mm-hmm. are kind
0: of cute the see-throughness i like that you've
2: cute. gone from oh, like i don't cute. like these two now you yeah. really like them. i like that they're so like let's order
4: so.
0: all
2: right let's order some <laughs> okay, <guys. laughs>
0: okay lauren yes i'm scared
2: it's called bullshit or believe it you know the rules i know the rules okay
0: please everyone listen to the inflections in my voice yes okay. Great. on your mark yeah
2: get set okay ghosts believe it ufos believe it bigfoot bullshit angels
0: believe it gnomes Bullshit.
2: Fairies. Bullshit. Unicorns. Bullshit. Loch Ness Monster. Bullshit. Little Gray Aliens. Believe it. Dog Man. Bullshit. Parallel Universes. Believe it. Shapeshifters. Bullshit. Mermaids. Bullshit. Heaven.
0: Believe it.
2: Hell.
0: Bullshit.
2: Dragons. Bullshit. Yeti. Bullshit. Elves.
0: Bullshit. ESP. Uh, Believe it.
2: Chupacabra. Bullshit. Demons. Bullshit. Atlantis. Bullshit. Life on other planets. Believe it. World peace.
0: Believe it.
2: Peace in the multiverse. Believe it?
0: Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want the peace yeah. so bad.
2: Yeah. A confident Give me the execution Don't of bullshit. We and believe it. Well done. Oh, a lot of bullshit. I'm a lot yeah. of
0: bullshit. I know. I know. And I feel like I t- it, it takes okay. the show right down yeah. to the ground, No, but that's all right. My childhood whimsy is gone. It's been crushed. Well, right. not
2: necessarily. You're in a ghost. You're in a UFO. You are into Dogman, Big, Big... Bully. Did I say no, believe No, I no. did not. Did not. <laughs> I was like, I need a redo. Any opportunity I get to talk about Dog Man. <laughs> like, you don't believe in
4: Bigfoot, but you believe in Dogman? You believe in Parallel... This is
2: bullshit. This is bullshit, man. Par- parallel universes?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So what do you think? How does that work I in your mind? I think time is... I'm, like, I, I'm sort of like a time is not the same yeah,
4: it's a man made concept.
0: Yeah, so I like kind of believe, like, cause you know, I've, I like, I've met people where I'm like, oh, we haven't known each other just this short amount of time. Mm. I just don't really think, like.
2: So is that you remembering them from a parallel universe where you've already met? Or is that like you've lived this life over and over again or you I think been for me like parallel
0: universe means like time not being a linear thing means like two timelines existing. Yeah. Am I just saying the no, plot of Avengers that. Endgame?
3: <laughs> I think that and <laughs> so there's these Sliding stones, Doors. Right? Yes,
0: exactly. Exactly. So well, it's like it's the love child of those things. <laughs> right. is, yeah. I just, all things Gwyneth Paltrow like goops in there somewhere. So.
4: <laughs> and um, you know, you're not the first one to say, but I've always fascinated by like a belief in heaven but not with the belief in hell.
0: I just, don't think like i i'm i don't subscribe i'm not i don't consider myself christian but i consider myself spiritual Mm -hmm. like i'm recovered catholic who's like spiritual and i just don't think that like if there is a god or the universe or whatever it Mm is i just don't believe that there would be a hell right i also sort of think that if there's hell or whatever a concept of hell that people are living it on in right now yeah like trump's in hell Mm -hmm. yeah right now we're watching it so like don't worry he gets and we're
2: living in (laughs) part Part of of his his hell hell. yes. yes Because um, we're brought into it every because we
0: did it to He's ourselves. He's blasting
2: but... it out over this huge occult yeah. device called the Twitter. internet, yeah. <laughs> and it's echoing. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> c- come on! I mean, yeah. Yeah. it is occult technology. So I think like people sure. make their
0: own hells for themselves. So I guess maybe I I do believe it, hmm. but I don't believe in like a demon in a fireplace. Gotcha. Right. I also heaven when I say believe it. Like I don't believe in. That it's all the same as here, but white in the clouds.
2: Right. I do
0: think, like, whatever happens is like peaceful and cool and wonderful. And maybe it's nothing, but that sounds peaceful and cool and wonderful. So,
2: I mean, who doesn't love sleep? Oblivion.
0: Can't get enough of it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Come on. Yeah. yeah. One day. You'll
0: <laughs> it sleep all. Sleepy <laughs> <you know. Sweet
4: laughs> need release. I know. Um,
0: How is your how's your family
2: with the uh uh you're you're like a recovered Catholic. Your family, you My said your mom's still pretty religious. Mom's very
0: Catholic still. She goes to church every day. Yeah. Every um, day? Every
2: day. Wow,
4: that's <laughs> Every <laughs> day Whoa, Whoa, wow. she goes to
0: daily mass. That's wow. wow. It's only 30 minutes when it's in the mornings, but still. Yeah, but right? it's like her yoga practice. Right, right. I used to we during Lent when I was a kid Lent you know between it's like the yeah. forty days Mardi Gras to Easter um is the best way to say it um and uh we used to have to go every day during Lent so like my mom would drop us off at school so we'd go to 7 am mass and then we get dropped off at school at, at I, eight good God. but that means I went to church eight times a week because we went on school to, we oh, went to wow. church in school on Wednesday so I went twice on Wednesday so I went to eight masses a oh, week when I was wow. a child. I- It's a lot of church. That's too much. It's a lot of church. Uh,
4: I'm going to say officially that's too much. I used to. um, Draw the line. (laughs) I
0: used to sometimes lie what a good Catholic girl I was and say I had to do homework and would sleep in the car during mass, but I only had 30 minutes and y'all, I didn't have a cell phone or an right. alarm clock. So I just had to just like panic, wake up every five minutes and be like, what time is it? Okay. 7 And then like <clears throat> go back to sleep. And then be like, okay, even okay, that <laughs> stressful. Oh <my> <laughs> yeah, was stressful. My non restful church. Now oh, yeah, there was
2: no getting out of church when I
0: was That's a like,
4: kid. What a yeah. way to start the morning too. It's like, it's like, Oh, uh, what a way
2: to ruin a weekend. Serious.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, in
0: Catholicism, too, like, you know, I, I, I follow, like, there's a lot of really great Catholics and a lot of really beautiful parts of name, all religions. Yep. Um, James Martin. <laughs> Just kidding. James Martin is a very cool Jesuit priest who's, like, uh-huh. all about social justice and a very my cool dad,
2: dude. My dad was raised Catholic, and he went to the—I think he had Jesuit priests teaching yeah. him. and he, There was, like, a couple, like— The Jesuits are the ones— He te- he talks pretty highly of the Jesuits. The Jesuits are like they pretty good. Cool. They
0: still are bad because they, like, came—they had to come out and be like, here are some predators that no. we come uh, but well, they did it voluntarily that. which is like the coolest version but still yeah. bad 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 but um i i well i forget what i was saying
2: oh the uh fuck are some good catholics said
0: oh catholic mass that's what i was saying so the jesuits are there are some cool catholics there's cool aspects of all religions and of course because it's humans there's bad aspects of all everything um but in catholic mass now you like hit yourself on the chest and you say like my faults my faults my faults you say that over you say it three times it's like the first thing you say as a congregation and i'm like a little kid beating their chest and saying my faults it's like no wonder there's a Demon yeah. under your bed. It's yourself yeah. and your fucking faults. Yeah. Jesus. So yeah.
2: Wow. No thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. We're gonna pause here. We'll be right back with this week's story of high strangeness. Cool. Well, kids, it's officially summertime. Woo! And that means. Summer road trips, summer vacations, mm. time at the beach, mm. and of course, getting on a jet ski and cruising around a lake.
0: Yeah, you got a jet ski. <laughs> you got a jet
2: ski at a lake. <laughs> Have you guys uh, ever jet skied on a lake? Yeah. Not I haven't. All. It's Man. the greatest. I've thing done it
0: world. in the ocean, in, the, oh, in well, that's the Florida Keys.
2: Dude. Jet skiing on a lake is like what uh, was an occasional thrill. When I was a kid, we would go down to like Lake of the Ozarks or some weird lake in Missouri or Kansas. And jet someone ski. would have a jet ski, and it would just be the best time ever. Oh, That's man. Fun. I remember
4: one time being at this lake, and the dude I was with, he's like, He's like, they had one jet ski, like, so who wants to go first? He's like, I will. And I was like, oh. And so he jet skied, like, for, like, an hour and a half. And yeah. then he brought it in and we're like, all right, guys, well, that's, we're going to go, uh, we got a lunch prepared, so we'll just have to hit this another day. And I was like, oh. my heart, like, kind of sank and broke until I was like, mother.
2: Fucker. <laughs> you never got to jet
4: no, ski. No, no. The dude took the whole hour and half. Is that a half. What dude? Jerk. Let's I get him. Oh man. Um, you don't know him? No, he's a good friend. I'm oh, okay. gonna blast him
0: out.
2: <laughs> you know what, Bryce? Dude, you know who you are. I'm gonna take you jet skiing this That'd summer. Be awesome. We're gonna figure Yay! it out. We're <laughs> gonna go get on BCC a jet <laughs> jet, <laughs> jet skiing, skiing trip. trip. Yeah, BCC <laughs> jet ski special. It's happening. Yeah, it after is a ha- story. story might have
0: a good location to go jet ski.
2: It's happening. We're doing a BCC jet ski special. Gonna figure it out. I would really like that. We're gonna do it. Okay. All right. I promise you.
0: Everyone's holding each other in the studio. It's beautiful.
2: So one of uh, America's Great Lakes, and not the Great Lakes, but it's actually qualified under uh, the uh, Wild American Wildlife <laughs> Association or it's a, whatever. A very as, good a, lake. as a Great Lake. But we don't um, consider
0: it one of the Great
2: Lakes. No, it's, it's not one of the Great. But it's huge. Bullshit. I, of course, am talking about. Lake Champlain.
0: Great Lake, wow. Vermont, Ooh, Great Lake. we love it. And you're
2: from... Uh, the East Coast. Yeah, the East Coast. I'm from Maryland. And you've been to Lake Champlain. I, every
0: 4th of July for the past four years, I've gone to oh, wow. to Burlington and Lake Champlain and seen the fireworks.
2: We're going to talk about Burlington mm-hmm, today.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: All right. So, <gasps> on July 5th, 1977, Sandra Massey was vacationing with her husband, Anthony, and her two children in Vermont. They pulled over along Lake Champlain, somewhere between Saint Albans, Vermont, and and the Canadian border, to take a break from the tedium of the car drive and stretch their legs. As Anthony unloaded the car for a lakeside picnic, Sandra watched from shore as her two children splashed around in the shallows of Lake Champlain. A hundred yards or so behind the kids, beyond the kids, Sandra saw bubbles surfacing, expecting to spot some sort of interesting fish. She called for her kid's attention and took out her Kodak Instamatic camera from her bag. The three family members watched in awe as an animal with an elongated, almost swan-like neck emerged from the waters, like an organic periscope from another dimension. Sandra and her two children gawked in stunned silence as the animal floated serenely and stiffly along the water. Without hesitation, Sandra brought her camera to her eye and snapped a single photo. The moment was interrupted by the screams of Anthony, who came running down from the car. He'd spotted the creature as well and shouted at Sandra and the kids to get out of the water. As Sandra and Anthony gathered the children to the shore, Sandra noted that the creature continued to swim away unbothered before dipping stiffly back into the water. The Lake Champlain Monster or Champ, or Champy, is a sea serpent-like entity said to frolic in the waters of Lake Champlain in New England. Legends of the creature date back hundreds of years. <laughs> Lake Alert. <laughs> Lake, Lake Alert. alert. <laughs> Lake, Lake alert. Champy <laughs> <alert. Champi laughs> approaching. Do not tell me approaching. <laughs> Alright,
4: so don't push that button is what we've learned.
2: <laughs> Legends of the creature date back hundreds of years. Sometimes referred to as America's Loch Ness Monster, Champ might be the world's second most popular lake monster after Nessie, effectively making it the Pepsi of lake monsters. (laughs) And like its (laughs) Scottish cousin, a popular prevailing theory purports that the Lake Champlain monster might be a plesiosaur whose lineage somehow survived the extinction of the dinosaurs. Champ has been embraced as a champion of tourism. His or her likeness featured on multiple t-shirts, knickknacks and merch, and even adorning the sides of Vermont U-Haul trucks. You've probably seen one of those passing through your hometown. Champ also uh, is the name and uh, also gifted the name and mascot of the minor league baseball team, the Vermont Lake Monsters. Do you know the U haul truck I'm talking about? I love those U hauls. They're so clever. I I should throw throw one of those up on um, on the old Instagram. Uh, I used to see them and I assumed that they were the Loch Ness monster, Mm. but apparently U haul there's like a U haul truck designed for all fifty states. Yeah, yeah. I didn't didn't know this until I did this research about the Lake Champlain monster. You never know what you're going to learn while researching Mm. this podcast.
4: I wonder if their New Mexico one has as a spaceship.
0: I feel like it has something about Area 50. Yeah,
4: there is an right. alien. Yeah, there's an alien Yeah, there's like those one. little
0: classic yeah. little... He's
4: It's like a gray alien, but he's bright green. I'm just going to say, good for you, Hall. Yeah. Yeah. For embracing the culture. And
0: also, that's good. Ad. That's like a cool, kitschy little ad. I yeah. like it. Everyone totally. goes like, oh, yeah, I get it.
2: Yep. Yeah. People are cool. So, where did Champ's legend begin? Well, before we go there, let's dive into some facts about Lake Champlain Champagne- itself. Lake Champagne, that's Ooh, my Lake favorite. Thing. In a one-time segment I like to call Lake, Lake Facts. facts. <laughs> Lake Champlain is a natural freshwater lake that stretches 107 miles along from north to south, sharing the border of Vermont to its east and New York to its west. Its northernmost tip is in Quebec, Canada. At its widest, the lake is 14 miles wide. Its deepest depth is 400 feet, averaging at 64 feet. In total, Lake Champlain covers 435 square miles of lake. In other words, it's a big fucking lake. Right. According to Wikipedia, it's considered a world-class fishery for salmonid species, lake trout and Atlantic salmon, and bass. About 81 fish species live in the lake, and more than 300 bird species rely on it for habitat and as a resource during migrations. Long before Europeans settled in New England,
0: the Iroquois. So it's an important lake. Yeah. It's a big lake.
2: Not only is it great, lake but it's facts. important. Lake yeah. Fad, I love it.
0: It's beautiful. The love
2: Iroquois it. and Abenaki tribes shared stories of a lake monster living in the lake that they referred to as the Tatoskoke or Gitaskog, which means underwater horned serpent. Is that right? Yeah. The Algonquin tribes said that these serpents lurked in the lake and also waterways and would sneak up and, on unsuspecting humans and eat them pull them into the water. Really? Kind of like a crocodile. Right. But I don't but there aren't any records of alligators or crocodiles living up there now. Maybe they did, you know, hundreds of years ago, but the horn yeah the horn
0: thing of. is uh,
2: I'm, uh, well it's weird because also you see sometimes depictions of like nessie with the like giraffe looking horns on mm-hmm. its head oh yeah mm-hmm. the little
0: those little like, what little are those nobbies? Little things yeah
2: i think they're little nob- called little, little nobbies. nobbies little nobbies why didn't they call nessie little nobby <laughs> i think knob means something else in scotland um french explorer samuel de champlain the lakes discoverer in, oui. You know, quote unquote, is often erroneously credited as being the first European to encounter the fabled monster, claiming he saw a 20 foot serpent. <laughs> I, am a, I am a Frenchman. Great French. <laughs> and accent saw a uh, oh, a Okay, as thick as a barrel with the head of a horse. Yes,
4: it was thick as a barrel with the head of a horse. Oui, oui, I called
2: him Little Nobby. I named him <laughs> after myself. This apocryphal quote is from a 1970 issue of Vermont Life Magazine, oh. and unfortunately, remained a bit of a stubborn dis- a bit of stubborn disinformation in the uh, legend for decades. Champlain did have this to say about the life he found beneath the surface of his namesake lake. There is also a great abundance of many species of fish. Amongst others, there is one called by the natives. Chowasaru, which is of various lengths, but the largest of them, as these tribes have told me, are from eight to ten feet long. I have seen some five feet long, which were as big as my thigh and had a head as large as my two fists, with a snout two feet and half as long, and a double row of very sharp, dangerous teeth. I also love these just like bragging about yeah. how big it <laughs> is. My fists are so big, <laughs> <laughs> my penis is so tiny. <laughs> <laughs> its body has a good deal the shape of, a, of the pike, but it is protected by scales of a silvery gray color oh. and so strong that a dagger could not pierce them.
0: That was good French. That, that was...
2: Thank you. Thanks. Clicked in
0: there. <laughs>
2: it is a widely held belief that the, uh, that, the, that Champlain was referring... What he was referring to here was a garfish or gar pike, and that this species might actually be the true identity of champ.
0: How do you spell Gar.
2: G-A-R Gar pike Two words
0: I gotta, I gotta look garfish. I gotta get eyes on it Oh that is I mean yeah It's a yeah. big old like
2: What'd you come up Oh
0: big yeah Big old yeah, fish that's, that Yeah
4: that's Yeah That looks like a please and, Yeah they ever, almost right?
2: look like a big eel Um and Wow it is not the same creature so he actually didn't really see Champ. He he saw the he saw one of these, and then people later like embellished the legend by saying he saw.
0: I mean, he saw a garpike gets big as hell. That's
2: big. That's that's, yeah, that's like that's seven, eight feet, eight long. feet long. I can't believe that's unless a that lake. man
0: is five feet tall. But yeah. I don't think he is. Even if he is, it's still eight feet.
2: Tall. However, some some other stories suggest that there might be something quite like a plesiosaur or the like living in Lake Champlain. In 1819, the Plattsburgh Republican reported a story of a Captain Crumb. Hey! <laughs> I be Captain Crumb! I should be called the <laughs> <Cassius laughs> eater on the high seas. <laughs> I used to be called Captain Cookies. And then I became Captain Crumb because I never picked up after myself. <laughs> Crumb okay. spotted a, a what he claimed was a 187 foot long sea serpent in Bulwaka Bay of Lake Champlain and described it as having three teeth, the eyes the color of peeled onions, a belt of what? red around its neck, and a star on its forehead. I
4: can't get the image of Captain Crumb
2: eating. <laughs> <laughs> He's just saying, I, I, I ran out of cookies, so I was eating crackers. <laughs> Not as tasty. Even though he was seeing this uh, beast from a great distance, he said that the creature was being followed by two bullfish and a sturgeon. He said it was chasing, <laughs> chasing the creature through the water. In 1873, uh, so we're jumping ahead some a number of decades, a New York Times article claiming that real, uh, claimed that railroad workers saw a silvery sea serpent rise out of the waters and cluster in the sun. Mm. Cluster, maybe glisten in the sun? That July, Clinton County Sheriff Nathan Mooney claimed to have witnessed a 25 to 35 foot long sea serpent swimming in the waters. And in August, passengers on the steamship WB Eddy claimed to have had a very close encounter with Champy when the ship allegedly struck the breaching sea creature (gasps) and almost capsized the boat. And as the boat was like regaining itself all the people like rushed at, to the back of the boat and then they saw this thing swimming away. Whoa. And back then they called it a sea serpent. They didn't actually start calling champ a lake monster, monster. or the you know the, until Nessie became popular years later and then then they were like, "Oh, we've got a Loch Ness monster. We'll call it" We'll call it the the Lake
0: Champlain monster. So just so I know who won, we had one first. We
2: did. We okay, had. I we need had to it first. know who won.
0: No, yeah,
4: because
2: yeah. the Nessie sightings really didn't start. Now there's a legend of uh, St. Columbus or somebody I can't remember who like supposedly encountered an aquatic beast centuries ago mm-hmm. in Loch Ness but really the Loch Ness myth didn't get up and running until the 20, early 20th century Wait, so, we really and so we've, the... we're, we're predating this by 100 years I just
0: really want to beat Scotland yeah, we yeah,
2: <laughs> definitely um, P.T. Barnum offered $50,000 in 1873 that's a that's shit a ton long. of money I'll in, take it yeah. today
4: it's like the same as a no. billion today might, quick math might be
2: a little off on that number <laughs> no i think that's but right. it was a lot it was definitely like I think that's right 50 million dollars <laughs> 50 grand in 1873 you could buy a small city yeah, you, for could that buy, you
0: could buy america
2: um he offered that amount for the hide of the great champlain serpent to add to my mammoth world's fair show <laughs>
0: Why wouldn't he want? It alive. Let me let me yeah. let me just come at Barnum a yes. little yeah. a little here. Why wouldn't he want the animal alive so he could show it off?
2: I mean, I think he would take it alive. Obviously, Water tanks but are expensive. Right, this is Barney, like back in the day money. when you just shot an things yeah. Yeah. and you stuffed them right. and you okay. put them. Okay. You put them in the in Checks in out. the museum, right? All right. So this makes me wonder how much P.T. Barnum would have offered Sandra Mancy for her photograph. Yeah. Of Champy. This one that I'm passing around here. Oh, my gosh. I'll pass it along. Now, the story behind the Mansi photo is pretty interesting. After spotting the creature and taking this one photo, she only took one she waited four years before going public with the photo, which was finally revealed to the mm. world in a New York Times article about the sea creature. Depending on which version of the story you hear, and there are more than a few out mm. there, the photo either spent the intervening years mm. pinned to the bulletin board of the Mancy kitchen or hidden away in a photo album until Mansi decided to release the picture to the craven masses Chopping at the bit for a little champy. <laughs> um, well done. Chomping for champy. Nancy was unable to produce the negative uh-huh. and couldn't remember exactly where in the lake's geography she took the photo. However... The Mansi photo, as it is known today, is generally regarded as the most compelling lake monster photo in all of cryptozoology. It's pretty good. I mean, a it lot of is. the Loch Ness monster photos have been well debunked. Yep. Um, the original photo has been examined by experts and it appears to be undoctored. So, w- in w- whatever's in this photo would be in the negative uh-huh. yes. if we only had the negative. Right. While not proven to be a hoax, the Mansi photo is still considered to be inconclusive. There have been over 300 recording sightings of Champy over the years, but the nature of Champ's existence remains a mystery to this day. And not the only mystery of Lake Champlain. What? Yes. If there's one thing we keep telling you people where there is one story of high strangeness, there are often many. Get ready for a fucking twist.
0: (laughs) I'm getting clammy and nervous. I'm scared.
2: Lake Champlain, it turns out, is a hotbed of paranormal activity. Its shores harbor tales of haunted forts, mysterious vanishings, Bigfoot, Dogman, and an Air Force secret base that once conducted mind control experiments linked to MKUltra.
4: Boom, suck it, reductionists.
2: And there is a (laughs) crazy conspiracy theory that links that aspect of Lake Champlain to the Columbine shootings. Because one of the kids' dads worked at the Air Force base where he grew up and they were like, maybe he was an MKUltra.
0: Whoa, that's twisted.
2: Those stories are for another time. But I'm going to tell you about the UFOs. <gasps>
0: okay,
2: August 7th.
0: That's my birthday. <gasps>
2: 1968. Oh, oh, I'm younger shit. than that though. Almost 10 years before the infamous Mansi photo was taken, two horny teenage camp counselors <laughs> oh, man. had ended their daily shift at Bluff Ledge Girls Camp along the lake just north of Burlington, Burlington Vermont. Vermont. <sighs> 16-year-old maintenance worker Michael Lapp and 19-year-old water ski instructor Janet Ooh, Cornell wow. were relaxing in a boat on a late afternoon day while the girls' swim team was at a meet down in Burlington. They had the camp all Should I'll have put themselves. relaxing in quotes. It's implied. Oh, right. Sorry. <laughs> they were stargazing, <laughs> uh, fixing their attention on Venus, which was particularly bright that early summer evening. And as the two teens peered up into God's creation and presumably questioned their next move or what was appropriate between a 19-year-old ski instructor and a 16-year-old lawnmower in 1968, (laughs) the bright light they'd been staring at between the long, painful, awkward silences chock-full of teenage desire descended from the sky. What? Michael, finally relieved that he had a joke to break the sexual tension, shouted, Wow! Venus is falling! Mm -hmm." (laughs) Smooth, Smooth, Michael. (laughs) But Michael's game would soon end with a tragic upset. Oh. Venus, which I would like to mention, uh, point out, is also the name of the goddess of love, therefore lending my narrative an apt metaphor, then flattened out. Three smaller lights dropped from the goddess of love. And as she then ascended back into the darkening sky, the three lights formed a triangle. One of the lights broke formation, dropped down into the lake below the surface, and moved towards the boat. It then re-emerged close enough for Michael and Janet to see that the light was indeed a craft. A traditional saucer shape with a transparent dome in which they could see two entities piloting the ship. Weird. They had large, rounded heads, thin necks, and eyes that seemed to wrap around their head. Now... What happens next is insane. The craft fires a beam of light at Michael and Janet. Michael holds up his arms and he says the light was so bright that he could see through his skin to his skeletal structure in his arm and hands. He could Whoa. see the bones of his hands. He looks over and sees X-ray that, spot beams. that Janet is like paralyzed and freaked out and he starts screaming, no, 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 we don't want to go, we don't want to go.
1: I'm trying to get laid here! I'm so close! I'm so
2: fucking
3: close! <laughs> She's 19! She knows everything! God.
2: <laughs> the next thing they know, it's hours later. And they know this oh. because they can hear the girls' swim team coming back. Michael and Janet are back in the boat. The UFO is hovering over them. Michael looks over and sees Janet is dazed. Then the craft vanishes into the sky.
0: And neither of them are virgins anymore. No, I'm just wow. <laughs> might be right.
2: They don't talk about it. It's 1968. They He's just kind of go mum. about their business. In fact, five years go by If you say
4: anything to anybody, yeah. Janet, I will fucking... Michael. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Michael. Uh, sorry.
2: A lot of Leave anger. Leave me alone, you <laughs> creep. Go back to cleaning the toilet.
4: (laughs) (laughs) I'm a maintenance worker, not a janitor, you bitch! (laughs) Whatever, you're
2: beneath me. Five years go by. Michael starts having recurring nightmares and flashes of what happened that night. takes another five years until he finally contacts the Center for UFO Research and reports his story. The people there connect him with a therapist, and Michael undergoes... Uh, regress, r- hyp- hypnosis regression therapy and Smart. uncovers details of that night. Later, they bring Janet in and she also goes uh, undergoes regression and her story corroborates Michael's. Ooh. They had both been taken aboard the craft, placed on tables, and had examinations done and tissue samples taken Mm -hmm. Michael has vivid memories of looking over and seeing Janet on the table next to him with the beings around her like pulling her hair and poking at her (laughs) Sorry, did, Michael. Michael true. did hand gestures. <laughs> like, like, Beep <laughs> examination. Wattersky instructor. <laughs> Michael. <laughs> Michael also recalls the beings having three-fingered, webbed hands and skin that okay, was clammy to away. the touch. <laughs> That's coming gross. For you. Hey, he's doing a gross hand thing. <laughs> When asked, the beings claimed that they wanted to make people like them, but in other places. Wow. Wow. Janet reported similar. A fertility program. Yeah. And her uh, regression totally mirrored his. Wow. And uh, that remains the Bluff Ledge abduction of Lake Champlain. That's wild. And that's not the only UFO story uh, associated with the lake. In 2007, there was a report of a couple who were driving down, I think, Route 95 or something, mm. or Route 22. I can't remember off the top of my head. But it's a, it was a more, it's a more rural road. And this craft, this light, was chasing their car for miles. There's tons of UFO stories or stuff about. There's a plane that vanished, fly a private plane vanished, flying over Lake Champlain, mm. just completely went off the radar. They never found it. It was during a snowstorm, so they think it probably crashed. But they just they've no, they, it's gone. So all this creepy stuff that happens at Lake Champlain. That's wild, I mean, man. We're just. All jokes aside, were... that's pretty creepy. That's uh, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. It's
0: weird you picked the story that happened on my birthday. That's yeah.
2: very weird in Burlington, Vermont. Sacredness,
0: oh yeah. Mm.
2: So mm. we like to ask, what the hell was that? What the Is this hell? Is that bullshit? Or do you believe it?
0: I mean, uh, I do really want aliens to be real. I don't want us to be the only thing, so I want to believe it. It just feels a little too classic for me.
2: Well, but here's the thing. I know, does that these are the stories that because this is in nineteen sixty eight. This is just seven years after about seven years after Betty and Barney Hill's abduction, which is considered to be the first First real classic one. So, um, and again, didn't come out for ten years. Yeah. Two different people. They went off and lived their own separate lives. They came back together because they both had this weird shared experience. Yeah. Mm. But it is it does sound <coughs> classic because this is this is kind of like the original source material for, for abduction consider, mythology. Yeah. yeah.
0: So yeah, I wanna believe it. I'll say sure. Wow.
2: And then what about Champy?
0: Champy, I, I Champy looks like a a log to me.
2: Yeah, Mm. well, there's there's a a feeling that, or there's a theory that that photo is of a piece of driftwood that had been submerged. It came back up. It had to do with her description of it going
0: back down so straight up and down. Either that, or like weird Burlington person with like a little. Periscope, like with a sub Like that feels like a Burlington thing That would be some like weird hippie mad scientist a, Who's like in, a, in a, his in a, like, a,
2: by, like a bicycle pedal operated submarine <laughs> yes, Yeah, Correct well, So weird lake log
4: or weird Burlington lake person Yeah She great. said
2: she did say that she was surprised That when they were When Anthony came running down the yeah, hill to get It didn't the, turn It didn't turn around Anything That yeah, yeah. Seeks, screams log to it's me It's very <laughs> strange But the photo looks
0: It looks great Like
2: a Loch Ness monster type creature So in terms 2003, an organization called the Fauna Communications Research Unit recorded sounds coming from the depths of the lake that sounded like beluga whales and dolphins, but neither live in Lake Champlain. That's a great beluga whale. That was great. that was great. Really, <laughs> That's exactly like a, it's what they like. like a turkey. Like. <laughs> <laughs> According to paranormal researcher Lisa Ann Harrington's website... Champy might actually be a large Australian snake-neck turtle. Yeah, we look, we look, On oh her yeah, website, right. she wrote, "Australian turtle researcher Jacqueline Giles found that the Australian snake-neck turtle produces high-frequency echolocation similar to the sounds of Ooh. whales and dolphins." Scientists of the Acoustical <laughs> Society of America confirmed that not only were the sounds she'd recorded real, they also found it to be the complex language of a highly intelligent social order. And Turtles, as we know... Can grow to very large sizes and
0: live forever. Yeah, right? so maybe
2: it's some sort of undiscovered. Yeah, we looked these up know, last time. Like, that's a yeah, long.
0: Also, yeah. long neck
2: turtles
4: that, are the silliest animals. Yeah, they're so very. Silly. <laughs> like, are you kidding It feels, right? it feels weird. Yeah, <laughs> so some feel right. Pick it a lane <laughs> turtle. <that laughs> <some laughs> <laughs> pick a lame turtle. <laughs> are you a snake or are you a turtle? You can't be both. You can't things. Make up your mind. We've all chosen a thing.
2: <laughs> so it seems as if something is <laughs> under the water. Yeah. And with all the other paranormal activity happening, yeah. Lake Champlain is a very interesting, spooky place. And yeah. I wouldn't mm-hmm. rule out yeah. the possibility that yeah. perhaps it's on the, the precipice of a gateway to another dimension. Yeah. Yep. Are
0: lakes not mirrors? <laughs>
2: there's yeah. one. exactly. Oh. It's a giant wow. mirror. Oh. I need a high five on that. Bam. Hey, zoom out. Yeah. Isn't Earth a giant mirror? Oh! There's one crazy theory I, <laughs> I read that some people think that Champy and the Loch Ness monster are the same creature. And it's like a bridge Swimming bring-a-do? in a, per- a portal between I love it. Loch Ness and
4: uh, I love like it. A it could be a children's
2: song. Yeah. How, could it, uh, I don't know. Just, how'd
4: it go? You'd need just, to make on, a paranormal children's okay. album. Loch Ness and Champy swimming in a portal. Same <laughs> kind of monster. Time to go to sleep.
2: <laughs> um mrs Johnson we need to at least examine him for three months in which case we'll make a reevaluation uh, we would advise the children not finish uh, uh, not visit until his treatment is finished uh, if you need anything a uh,
4: portal um, John could you also send us
2: all the master tapes of this podcast you've
4: been recording oh dude you are not too far from the truth Uh... (laughs)
2: it's a great song uh well that's uh (laughs) lake champlain stuff I wanted to surprise you with a little I bit of information it. that you that didn't great. hear the first time. I didn't
0: time. know that,
4: that was, was coming. Twist. That was a good yeah, twist. There it.
2: you go. Loved it. It.
0: I hope this recorded. I hope you got to listen to those <laughs> yeah. listeners. We might just be back again. Yeah. We will we'll see. I feel like I'm just a, a host of this podcast. I feel <laughs> <We're> very <laughs> comfortable. Anytime, anytime. you want to come back, great. we'd
2: love to have you. Here's your
4: Collectors Club membership card. Yeah. It's, it's a ghost. Membership. And we
2: have a sticker you can take with you. Lauren Adams, thank you so much for being on the show. Uh guys. Where can people find you? And do you have any? Thing you want to plug coming up?
0: Um, you can find me on Instagram at I'm Lauren Adams. It's my only social media. Um, or my other Instagram account, Masking for Trouble, where I review face masks. Which it's, I just
2: learned about from a oh, Funny wow. Feeling podcast. Yeah, it's
0: dumb and fun. So cool. feel free. Um, I guess I'll plug, I perform at um uh, Upright Citizens Brigade with Baby One's Candy most Fridays. Great. And um I guess all seasons of Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt are streaming on Netflix. Yes, yes,
2: which you were so good Thank in. I agree. One you of love my favorite show. characters mm-hmm. on She's the show. She's a real weirdo. Yep. She's a real paranormal so kind of gal, yeah. so just ready to sign up for whatever. Love, like, just needs a call. Like,
0: if you played bullshit or believe it with her, she'd be like, "Believe it, believe, <laughs> it,
2: believe, it, believe it, believe it, believe it, believe it, believe it, believe
0: it, believe it." She just believes everything. Oh, oh. There, there, oh. There, was, there
2: was a parallel dimension. um yeah, Kimmy Schmidt story uh, yeah. as well. I yeah. didn't even put two together. That exactly. was pretty, pretty great. Yeah. God, I love it so much. Um, <laughs> I missed that
0: show already. Or well, so you're getting, the, so good you're getting on a it. movie thing. You're getting a special. Really? Yeah, they announced it a couple weeks ago. Oh, oh no, wait, no, wait, no. Wait. it's going to oh. be like a choose your own adventure oh. Netflix oh, that's special. Fun. Okay, cool. That'll be That'll be awesome. coming well, are we sometime. see you in the... I hope so. Of course. so you've yes. got to be there.
2: Depends Come on, on what you choose. The women. I hope so. Um, awesome. awesome. That's great. Don't forget, it's not too late. As this comes out, we are performing uh a live show. It's a panel uh at Contact in the Desert. Yeah. Our very first June, live show. June 1st, 2:30 in the afternoon. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Saturday. Enterprise Indian Wells. Room. You, ha- you need a ticket to the convention to come see us. Uh, that was a little confusing, and we apologize for that. Yeah, there's we're no like, not special sure. ticket to buy for our yeah, podcast, it's just not, a general just, admission yeah, ticket. Yeah, it's like, it's like you're at a convention and you're going to see a panel, but the, the panel's our podcast. Um, Daryl Sims will be our guest, and we may have another special guest coming that we have not confirmed yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be a great time. Please come, and we'll have stickers. We're going to hand out stickers to people who come, You get a Bigfoot collect- Collectors Club. Sticker, it'll be a great time. We'll take some photos, we'll kiss your babies. Um, so please come to the show. Uh, until next week, go get regressed. Do it! Mm-hmm. Thank you, everybody. All right, bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye
0: bye. Just make sure it recorded.